This is The Real Deal, and I'm Sarah Riley, your host, joined in studio with my hype woman, Carly Edwards. Hello. And the amazing producer, Benny Mathers. Hey, what's up? Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yes. Do what Benny says. Keep your fingers and toes out of your eyes and nose. That, too, because that's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) She has kids. (laughs) Uh, This show, we are talking about how to be a leader in a crisis, um, what to do and not do. We're going to give some facts from the CDC. So we're talking facts, not fear, and just how you can really show up and help people through a crisis mm-hmm. uh, rather than being worrying and stressed all the time. So stay tuned to hear more. All right, this is The Real Deal. I'm Sarah Riley. I'm a wife, a mom of three girls, and a successful businesswoman. And I've been keeping it real since 1982. I'm not a self-made millionaire. Well, not yet anyways. I'm not famous, just a regular girl with big goals and a lot of drive. I'm extremely competitive, but mostly with myself. Okay, and my husband. Everybody, (laughs) I'm competitive with everybody, but I don't have to be the best, just the best version of me. This is the show where we keep it real on business, real estate, parenting, health, marriage, all the things. Nothing is taboo. This is real talk, real life, the real deal. Hey guys, welcome to our show. Welcome in. <laughs> I feel like what like we're Mr. Robert. Mr. Oh my Mr. god. Mr. Roberts? No. <laughs> Rogers. Rogers. Have you god. seen that movie yet? No. Yes. I want to. Is it good? Yeah, but it's not what you think it's going to be. Okay then. Yeah. Something to do this week. Welcome to the circle, kids. Come and sit right. down. But right. don't touch each other. Six feet apart. Six feet apart. <laughs> yeah, six feet apart, right? Yes. Crisscross applesauce. Oh, my gosh. We're talking today about being a leader in a crisis mm-hmm. because it's crazy what's happening. I mean, we're not, we're not going to be talking about all the fear-based thinking. Um, it's really going to be about facts. But m- more importantly, like emotionally, how you can... Uh, not just survive, but thrive in a hard time mm-hmm. and show up for other people in a way that um, a lot of people are not right now because things are happening. It's a pandemic. It's really crazy, and but it's happening. And so you can either push forward and move through it yes. um, while leading others, or you can just sit in and wallow and worry, mm-hmm. uh, which doesn't serve anyone, not, not you at all. So uh, we're talking about that today. Um, and hopefully we have some tips that can help you. I think we do. You do? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Um, you know, the thing is, is a lot happens in life that you have control over. This definitely being one of them. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't have control over what's happening around us in our world, um, in our life right now, or how other people are reacting to what's happening. Yes. But what you do have control over is you and how you react. And so it, everything's a choice. Just like anything else, there's no reason that because you know, crazy things are happening that you can't make a choice to, you know, be the light, be the leader, show people, um, you know, how to handle themselves, especially as a business owner running a business, you know, how are you showing up for your team? Mm-hmm. And um, it's scary. Like, I'm not saying that I'm not, you know, scared sometimes. I go through an emotional roller coaster sure. of this. Yeah. You know, when it first started, I have to say that I was like, eh, it's going to be fine. it's gonna be fine that was a little uh i was i just didn't have all the facts at that time you know but as it's progressed every day you hear you know things get announced and it is an emotional roller coaster of like okay i'm gonna be i'm gonna be like 
just in this fear moment for a little bit. And then I'm going to get out of it and I'm going to move forward. And so I'm not saying that I don't feel scared about what's mm-hmm. happening every once in a while. But I just don't stay in that. Yeah. I just choose not to stay there. When crazy things happen like this, people get in like a flight or fight. Oh, for sure. Right. And yeah. your body shuts down, basically, because um, you're trying to figure out how to survive. Mm-hmm. And the key to succeeding in a situation like this, and when I say succeeding, I just mean like being happy and, you know, loving on your family and not like losing your marbles mm. because you don't have control over what's going on around you. If you're anything like me, I like having a lot of control. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. it's hard to feel like you have no control over what's going to happen next. Yep. You only have control over how you handle the situation with the people around you in your lives. And staying calm so that you can be prepared during a crisis is so important. Mm-hmm. And you can't be calm when you're in a fi- fight or fight um, mode. You're, I mean, your yeah. whole body has a, a reaction, a physical reaction yeah. when you start to get that... Um, Anxious feeling. Yeah, and you're not thinking. You Mm-mm. can't think straight. You can't be helpful to others and or to yourself. Or to yourself. No. There's a huge difference between being worried and concerned. Mm-hmm. Are we concerned about what's happening? Absolutely. Yes. Are we concerned about what the future looks like in the next two to six to how I don't know how many weeks forward? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, we are concerned. But that's different than being worried where all you're doing is ruminating on all this negativity about what could happen, worst case scenario. And then um, your body has an emotional reaction to Mm -hmm. that kind of stress. And you no longer are in a place where you can see the whole picture because not saying that there's like, you know, a a light or what's the light? A light at the end of the tunnel, a silver lining in this rainbow, (laughs) right? No rainbow. Cloud. cloud. <laughs> oh, gosh. Rainbow going through the cloud. Man. There's it, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. <laughs> well, it was St. Patty's Day yesterday, <laughs> uh, which I actually completely forgot. I did, too. You did? Oh, man. My daughter reminded me. She tried to pinch she me. She pinched you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my You're husband. You're not wearing green. He reminded me. But Randy, my husband's birthday is on St. was like the two days before. Yeah. So for then you know 17 years we've been together we've always celebrated St. Patty's Day in a big way yeah and this year and even if it's at home with the kids like I'm I we just I'll get into it and I'm standing there like making dinner and Randy's like what Sarah why aren't we having corned beef and cabbage and I was like uh uh I don't know why and he's like it's St. Patty's Day I was like, I can't believe it, but that's what happens in a crisis. That is, exactly. <laughs> you forget the things, but it, it's it's not a big deal. No. Not no. a big deal in the scheme of things. Mm-mm. Everybody got pinched. That was like <laughs> the extent of it. Because what happens is when you're super, super worried, you can't solve problems from a state of worry. Because your mm. body is so stressed out, um, and you're not solutions-based thinking Mm-mm. anymore. You're not calm in a crisis. You are just worrying on the worst-case scenario, and... You are missing out on opportunity, honestly. No matter what the situation, there always is an opportunity. Maybe it's an opportunity to grow. Maybe it's an yeah. opportunity to create. Maybe it's an opportunity to create space in your life for things that you didn't have space for. But if you're in this state of worry, you aren't seeing those opportunities at no. all. You're just focused on, you know, what horrible thing could happen next. Yeah. I'm an optimist. Yeah. I, I'm an optimist. I always have been. Um, I truly believe that everything will work out. And I tend to stay really focused and move forward um, looking for, like, the best case scenario, the opportunity, the, the 
most positive outcome in a situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is how I always have operated. I do, like I said, work, have like a little bit of fear um, thinking, fear-based thinking every once in a while. But I allow myself a little bit of that and then I get right back out of it. Yep. The thing is, you can't confuse being an optimist with being naive. Because just because you're positive and you think that things will work out um, one way or another and you're moving forward in life and in, um, and looking for opportunities within a crisis or a bad situation – it doesn't mean you're naive to what's actually happening. And I like to, you know, come from a place of knowledge. I'm huge on, and I feel like it's easy to be optimistic about what's going to happen when you know the facts about what's actually happening now. Mm-hmm. Because when you're just watching the news, yeah, or social media constantly, you're getting a lot of information and a lot of misinformation. And I'm not going to tell you, like, what the facts of the coronavirus are, but... I'm just saying that when things happen, whether it's in your life, like for your family Mm -hmm. or in your business, being a business owner, figuring out what is happening now, how it is affecting you right now, knowing that and going in eyes wide open so that you are solutions based thinking so that you can create opportunities because you're leading people through this and telling them what's going on um, in a positive way. Yes right, is a huge difference than someone that's just spewing all those negative ideas of what could possibly happen. Um, they're missing out. They are. You know, fear is a virus. It, it really is a virus, and it is contagious. I was just thinking, like, what we could name fear virus, like F, I don't know. like F, F- FV1. Uh, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few little nuggets every now and then. No matter how you feel, though, during a crisis or um, chaos or in, you know, the situation that we're in, Mm -hmm. you cannot judge others on how they feel about it. No. Right. Because everybody reacts to things differently. And when you are in this fight or flight and you're a parent or it comes down to like your family, your health and now people's livelihood, Mm -hmm. everybody reacts completely differently. And it is not our place to judge how they feel about it. Because that is their reality, and it's real. It is is real. So, you know, when you're talking to someone and they just went to Costco and bought the last roll of toilet paper and (laughs) you've just been working through your normal amount like me, I've got six left. I have not shopped one time. I've made zero effort to buy toilet paper. I I haven't either. Oh, my gosh. Not Okay. And then you see you, like, going to Costco, like, to get some, you know, coffee because you're running out. That's important. You're running out of coffee. Yeah, you need coffee. And you see that um, the person just bought like the last package of toilet paper but that's because they bought 25 mm. costco bags mm-hmm. okay you can't say anything <laughs> i'm just saying it's not our place to judge them and get upset because we tend to like get defensive yeah. and then we want to correct them and, and educate them on how um that is not the way to handle a crisis like it's going to be okay and they're continuing to stock stores and there will be toilet paper we have a role coming on um, April 24th from Amazon Fresh. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we can hold out with our six rolls till then. Well, oh, my God. I don't know. Randy said we got, got, we got people, a lot of towels. So. He's like, Sarah, we got a lot of towels. Yeah, we can cut them into strips. You totally can. We've hit a new low if I'm wiping my butt with, with our bath towels. <laughs> <laughs> they have bidets overseas and they stuff. Do. There's bidets everywhere. People have, why can't we just start using those? We can. We can, but okay, who then. has that? Here. So you have to go buy a to bidet. Make your own bidet. I saw that. I actually <laughs> did see that on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I could do that. Randy is a plumber, so mm-hmm. he could like install oh, a bidet. Could. Well, for there us. you go, right there. You have an in-house like gentleman that's going to take care of this <laughs> for you. <laughs>
Come on. Oh, my gosh. But we do. We have to, like, have compassion for other people. We do. However they're feeling and however they're reacting to the situation, it's not our place to get defensive, to make their fears smaller, Mm -hmm. to tell them that they're wrong for how they feel. That's not our place. No. We need to have compassion for others um, and just hear them, right? I mean, for me, I was feeling like, man, I I just kind of laughed because I'm like, well, I I don't over-worry about things like that. I I know it's going to be fine, and I'll find some toilet paper. Um, but I, I feel bad for them that they're that worried. They're that scared that they have to buy that much toilet paper. I know. Right. So we just have to have compassion. It's like, just be a human being, you know, care about other people. I want to know how that, that really started though. Like water and toilet paper are like the priorities of like, what's going to happen. Like who really kind of initially thought like, those are the two things that are going to well, get us through. Obviously, the toilet paper industry has been slowing down. And therefore, <laughs> they put out on Instagram <laughs> that we need everyone buy toilet paper. Because. <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't think so. I'm just kidding. I don't know what, what was it is the weird. cause. Because it's not like this virus is causing, you know, stuff that would yeah. need toilet paper. But. Uh, well, for the creation of know. sheer panic on just those items. Like, really? It's just yeah. one person probably started buying the toilet paper, and then people saw, wow, the toilet paper's running out, yeah. and then everybody started buying toilet paper. Don't be sheep, people. Don't be sheep. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, come on. I almost went bad. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not a sheeple. You're not a sheeple. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, okay. But there, it is scary people that do need water, though, that are in places where, I mean, you guys, we have tap water. Yeah. We can drink water. We that totally is can. amazing to see, though. Right. Yes, that's very true. It's crazy. Like, doesn't, we, we literally have amazing water here. Amazing yeah. water. We drank out of garden hoses when we were a kid. Mm. You still can technically do that. There's fact, other places. Can. There's other places here, though. I mean, not, you know, we're in Washington, and we have amazing water that's here, what I'm right? Yeah. But, like, you know, there's other states that don't have such good water that it would be really important maybe to have bottled water. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, buy a Brita and then run your faucet through the Brita. I don't know. Have, yeah. Right? It's just about having purified water. I Buy a purifier, hook it on your sink. Isn't that really what it comes down to? Are they worried that we're going to lose water, our water source? I, I don't know what it is. This is getting way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> or they think it might be transmitted through that. And so they're like, oh, no, only the bottled water. Oh, I wonder if that's a thought. Well, let's well in a minute here. We're going to read what the CDC says. Okay, let's just do that now. Okay, let's do it. Benny, what does the CDC say? (laughs) For what? (laughs) That's an open question. (laughs) Okay, it says everything. Go to cdc.gov and there's plenty to choose from. Tell us a couple things that they say to protect yourself during this crisis. Like what should you be doing? Well, the best way is what we've been told. You wash your hands more than 20 seconds. It never hurts to do it even longer than that. Sing a song we've heard, you know, like. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, you know. Come up with any sing song. It's my birthday every day when I wash my hands. That's what that's like, right? Wash your hands, don't touch your face. Right. I mean, that's yeah. basically what it is. Yeah. Um, then they're now implementing uh, more of like five to six f- uh, foot bubbles around people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure, go with that. If it makes you feel more comfortable, it doesn't hurt. Out. Sure, it yeah. doesn't hurt. I mean, present company with. You I know. guess we're, we're six feet. Well, Carly and I aren't. We're not. We're not. Yeah, we we're, need to work on that. We're like a foot <laughs> apart. Just kidding. <laughs> you guys are always close to each other, though. Yeah. We like it yeah. that way. So yeah. She gets it. I get it. We're right. fine with that. I guess this would be for the ones you don't know. Yeah. Right? Uh, and if you're you know, a little bit under the weather, don't go to work or don't go out. Stay right. home. Take some rest. Everyone understands they get it. We've been told that here over and over again. You know, mm-hmm. the sniffles or whatever. Stay home. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll get mm-hmm. someone else in there to take care of it. 
Just That's think logically. It, right? For the most part. I yeah. mean, for the starters. Yeah. I mean, now the, all these things are coming down with, like, you know, from the government, what we should have, what we have to do and mm-hmm. banning places from being open and businesses running and yep. and I think that's where the fear really starts to set in especially as a business owner oh absolutely because um I mean it's good to be socially aware right because we want to be protecting ourselves and our friends and our family and just not being naive about the virus mm-hmm. right yep 100 percent. oh and don't forget to wipe <clears throat> things down as much as you can too oh yeah that's a big a big plus there okay you know I heard this um this uh, brewery, local breweries that were changing their brew. Is that yeah. how you do, what you yeah. say? They're changing their brew process uh-huh. uh, to be brewing uh, hand sa- or not hand sanitizer. What are they brewing? It's not sanitizer. Like, like, uh-huh. like cleaning product, right? Like um, like alcohol. Like rubbing alcohol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're just giving it away. That's awesome. That's so incredible. I think uh, there's a few companies that are starting to do that. Really? Mm-hmm. Unlike that guy that um, bought all that hand sanitizer and then was selling it for $75 a bottle. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Got hate threats. Hey, it's- He's ca- donating it's it now. capitalism at its finest, but- Sad. It is. Hey, I heard Louis Vuitton, also the owner, like is starting to make their own hand sanitizer too, so that's good. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love businesses like that that are really being- um, you know, innovative yeah. and like doing things to, to help because if he's they're making hand sanitizer, guess what? They're also employing people. Yes. Yeah. They're okay. being proactive and they're helping. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think that's so amazing. There's um, I saw on the news uh, Canless Restaurant, which is a very, very nice restaurant here in yes. Seattle. Um, they are doing like to go orders, drive up cars. They have lines of cars. They're serving like 10 cars at a time. Oh, my God. Breakfast. And they have a lunch, like a little menu. And you just come up. Okay, what I think immediately is maybe they're not making a profit off that, but they're serving their community, mm-hmm. they're keeping people employed, and they're staying in business through a crisis. I love it. That That's just amazing to me. Yeah, me if too. You, if you look at the business model per se, it's probably going to hit him a little less by doing that yeah. than closing, yeah, closing the doors completely. Right. Mm-hmm. So even along with Safeway and Albertsons, you know, they're still running. They're unlimited with supplies coming into the stores. But people aren't going to the stores, so they are now looking for drivers mm, to take right. those items to, you know, the online shoppers yeah. that are still wanting to pay for the products and get services and stuff like that. So like me. there you go. Yep. Right. Yeah. There is opportunity, though. That's mm-hmm. the point. Is that if you're if you're just focused on what all this craziness that's happening and how scary it is, mm-hmm. because when you're talking about someone's livelihood, their health, the and the health of their family yeah. and the income, it gets it gets real, people. Yeah. But there are uh, there are leaders in our community, right? Just like these people that are stepping out, thinking of ways to keep people employed. They're probably, you know, everyone's losing money. That's yes. inevitable right now. Mm-hmm. But they're still operating and in business and finding a way to serve. And so I I just love that. And I think you know, making sure as a business owner that you take care of your people. We're really fortunate that we have the ability to work remotely. Yeah. Super fortunate. We are. But our our job has a lot of different um, facets, like a lot of different companies that are entwined in our success and the ability to close loans. And so understanding where they're at and what they're doing and how they're operating so that we can best serve our clients and come from a place of knowledge and leading people forward with open eyes, not, you know, scared and fearful, Mm -hmm. but just moving forward educated. Yes, absolutely. Like, mm-hmm. we're not on either side of it. We're not saying, oh, yeah, things are going along just as planned. No. Or, and we're not saying, oh, my gosh, this is never going to happen. No. We're mm-hmm. just saying, 
we're going to help you. We're going to lead you through this. And this is how we're going to do it. And that's the difference, you know, about from one person to another and how you rise in a bad situation. And so we're just finding ways that we can do that. And it's really important. And it doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you don't, if you're not, you know, a, a business owner or have a career and you're just home with your kiddos during this time or home, home with no kiddos, just home with time to yourself. There is so much opportunity thought about it, you know, that you could do, you could organize your life. I mean, how much time do we like constantly say like, yeah. Oh, we got to clean out our closets. We got to, uh-huh. you know, uh, clean that junk drawer. Guess what? You have the time now. You literally could organize your life. It is a really good time also to take, you know, inventory of your finances mm-hmm. because obviously there could be some financial impact of this to a lot of people. Yes. So sitting down and it's scary and nobody likes you, but figuring out where you are, what it looks like and how could you fill in the gaps? Because there is opportunities for people to make money yes. doing different things, maybe not as much money, but there is a lot of delivery people needed. Yes. Right. So if you, if you know, Knowing you can go in eyes wide open, you have a plan and you're prepared, right? So uh, maybe you're home with your kids and they're doing a little homeschooling, but you've got more space in the day. Okay, don't sit around and watch Netflix all day, guys. No, don't just because you're working from home. You're like, don't. Now you have time to just catch up on all your shows. Uh uh, get outside. Like, go out in the wilderness. It's gorgeous. Well, here it's gorgeous in Washington right now. <laughs> go for a hike. Go for a bike ride. You know, do things to reconnect with your family. Play board games. There's so many things that you don't do on a daily basis because you're just working your job. I feel like that song, nine to five. What's that? You know? Dolly <laughs> Parton. Thank you. Nine to five. Mm-hmm. What a way to make a living. Go, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> now it's 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. Uh, But now you have the time to like do the things that, you know, you would really love to be doing. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of space in the open air. You guys get outside, get outside. You can't go to the gym anymore. Okay, big whoop. Um, Start working out at home. Work out in your garage. My kids, I wrote out their workouts yesterday. Oh, cute. They all did their little (laughs) workouts. They're they're loving it. They're happy. And the more things that you're doing with them, what? I could just see, like, the battle, like, I need to talk to my lead trainer. This is not going to work <laughs> for me right now. Says I have to do burpees. I hate burpees. <laughs> yeah, they just do it. I they know. That's just, just funny. I did put it's burpees It's probably more on my it. workout it's than so That's what I, I love it. Do you want me to write your workouts and you no, can I'm call good. me and talk yeah, to me I'm like good. that? I think I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sore the next day. That's probably why. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's just, you just, there is opportunity to do yeah. something. Okay. And- Maybe it's learning something new. Maybe it's reading books that you didn't have time to read. But don't stop your growth as a human being because we're in a crisis. Mm -hmm. Okay? I mean, you should have an amazing morning and nighttime routine. I saw this um, person that put on social media, and I I actually really admired it and loved a lot of things she said. But she says, a um, stay-at-home mom who homeschools six kids. Oh, my. Mm Mm-hmm. So she was like giving her words of wisdom for That's all of us moms. You. Yeah, she's <laughs> oh amazing. Uh, to all us moms of like, you know, hey, don't freak out. Yeah. You're, and don't try and put your kids in school like the whole day. Because that's homeschool isn't the same amount of time as they're actually in school, right? right? So she like had all these tips. and But one of the things was like, let them be kids, like let them sleep in, all these things. And that's the only thing I disagreed with. <laughs> The the sleeping in part? Yes. I kind of think they should still stick to a routine. A routine. Yeah. 
you on know, the waking up portion and yes, maybe eating. A morning routine. Of what the schools do. Yes. Because I feel like uh, it's cool. Like, take a couple days right. where they're transitioning. Sure. You know, but I think that what makes people feel, like, positive and focused and moving forward is having routine. Yes. And um, having, like, an amazing morning and nighttime routine. So I already have my kids set up, even though I did let them sleep in an hour longer the last couple mm-hmm. days. Um, but now they're just, now they're to school, so, and they're homeschooling. I think that right now is a really good opportunity to set your kids up and think about when they do or go back to school. Maybe yeah. Even if it's not this year, eventually. Like, they have an amazing routine um, that they can take with them in life. Yes. And for you, too, if you are at home, <laughs> working from home, I... I'm suffering. I'm having really bad insomnia. I'm telling you, I, I uh, keeping it real like I always do. Uh, I'm tired because I'm not sleeping well because I under stress uh, get really bad insomnia. So I'm working through that. But just two mornings of not getting up at 4:30 and doing my routine, I feel it. Oh yeah, I feel it. Doesn't feel good. And so whether you're working from home or not, you still got to be in good routine. Mm-hmm. Have a positive mindset going into the day. Writing, you know, what you're grateful for, doing your whatever it is, your exercise, all the things, and then having a good nighttime routine. Not like staying up late and watching TV all night long and the news, going to bed at your normal time, yeah. reading something that's not about, you know, COVID-19. <laughs> let's let's read positive things. Yeah. Yeah. Not being on social media, putting your phone down. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's so important to have a positive mindset. And the first place that starts is how you start and end your day. Absolutely. You could start a home project. You could, yeah. You're handy. You like to paint. Maybe (laughs) a room needs to be painted. There's so many things you could get done (laughs) in your life right now. It's just about continuing to add value to you, to your tribe, to the world. You know, and the only way that you can add value is by being a positive leader in through a crisis. Mm -hmm. That's how you add value. what about your neighbors? Are you thinking about maybe somebody that's elderly that lives next to you that might not be able to get out at all? Maybe you could go check on them. Deliver them some groceries. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, you know, there's a lots of ways to give. And um, when you're thinking of, of abundance, when yeah. you're thinking abundantly, um, that is going to create abundance in your life. Yes. And the way that you continue to think that way is by giving. Because when you're thinking of scarcity, you want to like hold on to all everything because you're afraid it's going to go away. So I'm the opposite of that. That's why I haven't bought toilet paper. I'm not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid I'm not going to be able to get toilet paper. Yeah. Um, I'm always thinking in abundantly. It's going to be fine. We're going to have enough. And the way I know that is because I continue to give to other people. Yeah. Take inventory of what you have in your house. Um, maybe you could just drop off some things to other people. You know, if you have a ton of food or um, you have extra waters, you guys, the stores are stocking food. Yeah. They're stocking food. Think of who you can help. And maybe it's just like checking on them. It doesn't cost you money or food or anything. Just a little bit of your time Mm -hmm. to check in and see how people are doing. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as a a business owner and Mm -hmm. running a, a team, it's really important that you're checking in. There's an additional layer of responsibility. Yes. Because I have to make sure that I'm taking care of my people because without them, I don't have a business. Right. And so it's not just financially making sure that um, we're doing the best we can to set them up financially. Because as a business owner right now, um, if you're smart, you're cutting expenses that you don't need to spend money mm-hmm. on. 
maybe you're also making space in your business to do things like projects that were going to grow you to the next level, maybe like some housekeeping things that you haven't done because you haven't had the space or time. Those are the things that you can have your people doing now. Yeah. Keep them busy as long as you can. Um, keep people employed if you have to cut hours a little bit, whatever you have to do, but making sure that you do everything you can to take care of your people and emotionally. Mm. Making sure they're okay. Set them up with a positive work environment at home. Make sure they have everything they need. Yeah. It's really, really important because this is hard. This is like really hard stuff. It is. So if you can, you have the ability to be a leader then you have a responsibility to do so. And so making sure that you're stepping up for your tribe and your community and your family and your employees is like the most important thing right now. It's not, you know, um, just suffering and worry and telling everyone about like preparing for the worst. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's smart to be prepared. Okay. It's smart to be prepared. um, But then you just keep moving on, hoping for the best always. That's right. Uh, that's like all I got. It's great. You think it was good? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're going to be working away <laughs> uh, on all the things we can, spending time with our family, running our business, and um, and getting through this crisis yep. with love in our hearts. So try and do the same and um, see how you can help somebody else, too, um, during this time. That's right. We love you guys. Hang in there. Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want to hang out with me more? You can find me at sarahnicolereilly.com. And if you need some more real in your life, check me out on Instagram and Facebook. Sarah Riley, Senior Mortgage Advisor, NMLS 180007. Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS number 2289, is an equal housing lender. This is not an offer to enter into an agreement. Not all customers will qualify. Information rates and programs are subject to change without notice. All products are subject to credit and property approval. This show is brought to you by the Riley Home Team with Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation. For those of you who don't know, I run a successful mortgage business and have had the privilege of helping thousands of families finance their dream home. It is so crucial to have the right team assisting you, not only so you have a great experience, but more importantly, that you're making a sound investment that reaches your long-term financial goals. We have become one of the top mortgage teams in the Northwest by providing the highest levels of knowledge, expertise, and service in the industry. I always say you only know what you know, and because we've done it all, We know a lot. If you want to talk to anybody about financing, I'm your woman. You can find out more about my mortgage business at RileyHomeTeam.com.